The following podcast contains explicit material. Hey everyone, this is Grant Palmentier from Notable, and you're listening to Notable. I'm Grant Palmentier. <laughs> I'm Amir Bankston. I'm Hannah Stark. And welcome in. Uh, this is our first podcast in a long time, it feels like, but it's only been like two months, maybe a month. I don't yep. know. Yep. Yeah, don't crucify us. Like, it's been like a month. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Uh, so we're trying out this new thing called Discord. It, it allows you to record your voices, and it's supposed to be pretty high quality, so we're going to give it a go. Uh, if you have any feedback for us or anything like that, feel free to reach out and let us know. Um, our Twitter is at NotablePod, um, and our website is NotablePodcast.wordpress.com to check us out. So this episode is going to be like a wrap-up, and it's a pun uh, being it's all about rap. Uh, is that right? Yeah. Get it? Wrap up. That was the pun. Yeah. That was the pun. It was worth it. A good a good it time. Was. Thanks. Our first <laughs> wrap up podcast for our first of the summer because guess who doesn't stop even though it's summer break? CMU podcasts. We don't There you stop. go. Yeah. No, we we, we, we never stop. stop except maybe for a month or two. Um <laughs> anyways, we have a lot to get to. Uh we're going to be kind of documenting everything that we missed out on, didn't get to give our, our commentary on. Um, and we're going to start with some pretty timely news and unfortunate news for some. Controversial news for a lot, I think, is the passing of uh, XXX Tentacion, uh, the controversial rapper from South Florida. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on this? Uh, you want to well- go first? Murder either way, no matter who is being murdered, is a completely, there's no words for how shocking and painful it is to read about. Yes, it's very controversial. Um, You know, I think we've all read a lot of the news stories about the things that X allegedly, and in some cases, in my opinion, pretty obviously did. But still, in my opinion, nobody, I mean nobody deserves to be killed that's kind of an obvious thing um i think or at least you know like that he was literally gunned down in the street which was shocking and horrible for everybody and no matter what type of person he was i think amir made this comment earlier off podcast but he had a family he had a mother somebody has to bury him mm-hmm. and everybody Everybody is going to have sides of the story. He's going to have his side. The people that supported them or supported him, sorry, are going to have their side. And the very unfortunate victims of his crimes are going to have their side. But at the end of the day, murder is a horrible, shocking thing that happens every single day, all the time in the world. And I don't think that there are accurate words to describe the response to it, no matter who it happens to. Yeah, absolutely. I want to hear Amir's thoughts on this too. Um, my basic thoughts about it was that it could have been prevented, and it might be like wild for me to say this, but like just people need to like really I think this is a this will be a lesson for people to really learn how to move, like as an artist, especially as an up-and-coming artist. You have to learn and you have to understand how to move and how to be around you can't really go around by yourself when you're an up-and-coming artist especially when it comes to like hip-hop because hip-hop as a whole is you a lot of times this happens and like it always falls down to they had no one with them at the time or they just were at places they shouldn't have been anyway and you also don't want to be so noticeable like you want to fly under the radar and the thing what X thing was he was so like he was so out, he was so out there and he was so willing to be almost touched by like people that it at the end of the day it ended up being what you know sadly ended up going wrong and the tragic reason why a young man at the age of 20 is gone now and like I said that car that he had like the BMW that or not was it a BMW I think it was a BMW. yeah yeah that 
like his fans, everyone knows that that car is, you know, synonymous with him. And like, also like, and this is like, to me, the bigger picture of it. And this is for all like up and coming artists. Once you get to like, once you start to pop off, you have to leave the city that you're from or even the state that you're from because the city and the state that you're in is the dangerous, the most dangerous place to be in the world at that point because you have everyone who didn't like you beforehand now even more don't like you because they have a reason to hate you because you're doing something that they aren't able to do or clearly can't do. And you hate someone the most when you can't do or you're always in that that. Uh, there's a lot of people with the thought system of I can do what he's doing, so how come it's not happening for me? And especially like in your cities, like a rapper, uh, Little Boosie put it, when he said that like I had to leave because he was from Louisiana, he said I had to leave or else I would have died there. Mm-hmm. You're also easier to be touched there because that's where you're from. So, and like the sad thing for X was he kind of couldn't but at the same time, he shouldn't have been just out, you know, in anywhere, like especially in like Florida and Miami or anything you, where people could just like roll up on you. Like this takes me back to why I mean, like, you got to learn how to move. Like when going back to like, to, just to bring it up and not to like deep dive into it. The interview that happened with that, I think was out of the Miami Times or whatever. That lady said that how she found him was she just like, found some mail with his name on it and then just walked to his house and he just let her in. Like, Jesus, you have to know how to move. You can't just be moving freely, which is sad, especially when you're like a African-American rapper and like in the rap game, when you're first starting up, you can't move by yourself. A lot of times you just can't. And it's unfortunate, but you can't because situations like this will happen. And now not only is his mother going to have to bury her son and all that, but a lot of people lose someone who was taken care of. Like, we don't know how many people X was taken care of with, like, his funds and all yeah. that. And now that's gone. Yeah, that's true. So you're, when you say that you think that it could be, it could have been prevented, you mean that it could have been prevented by the places that he chose to be, like being so close to home, or the fact that he chose to not surround himself with, like, a safety net? of people i think it's a little bit of both because i think it mostly leans over that he just were he shouldn't have been at the places that he was at like you just shouldn't be at certain spots just openly just chilling like you just can't be there because that's what a lot of times when you're just chilling and you think everything's fine that's when you're in the most danger but at the same time, the people who were around him, I think, weren't a hundred percent. Like, I don't think that they were. I think they were mostly yes men anyway. But I don't yeah. want to put that on them. But from everything I've heard, it felt like they were yes men anyway. So it's mostly a mixture of both. But I'm mostly leaning towards you. Just shouldn't have been openly just driving down anywhere, trying to get like even if he was trying to get a motorcycle. You can have other people go and pick that up for you when you're like that. And especially you have a case too. Like at that time you had a case. Like yeah. now you, you just can't you just can't move in certain ways, especially when you're a notable name and just music period, you can't move certain ways. There was definitely an amount, a certain amount of arrogance in the actions he took by how he chose to go out and do all of those things almost foolishly if you want to use that word because i'm sure he knew the dangers I'm sure he knew but Plus, the way he talked to a lot like a lot of like you gotta be careful what words you put out into the world anyway because he talked heavily about like his death and his demise and like like Snoop Dogg brought up in an interview, like a lot of times, like back then when he was talking about his death and like talking about death and demise, a lot of that stuff was coming around him. So you have to be careful what oh, you yeah. put on the world. Because a lot for of those real, rappers, sure. a lot of those rappers from back in the day that yeah. were talking about their deaths are dead. So, I mean. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I wanted to comment on that. Like, I, 
that he he talked about that a lot it seemed like yeah he almost tried to egg it on and obviously he's gone in and out of some troubling mental health uh that has unfortunately really affected the people around him. Uh, it's just, a, it's a, it's a troubling thing overall. And something that I, I, I just kind of avoided social media after the news because of just, I don't know. I, I not, I'm not defending X and saying that um, his actions in any way are justified or right. Um, but you also like, don't want to see, a mother's child get murdered in the middle of the day. Like, obviously, he had oh, his are issues. Are you talking and... about the fact that the video was going to be everywhere? Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. the thing. That why is people take like don't yeah. take, check if he's okay. Check if I'm okay. Don't take me. Like, make sure I'm fine. Yeah. No, I actually wasn't talking about that. But now, yeah, yeah. The that wasn't that odd. Is like the first the first thought that someone had was to go up to it and just record it while someone else is like vaguely checking to see if he had a pulse like that's just that made me sick to my stomach you know and then that made me really sick too i think that has a lot to do with like media culture so many people are willing to take a moment like that that is so horribly raw and shocking and just act like they're not affected by it and walk up and record it like i don't i agree with you there i thought that made me sick too yeah, and then I mean, yeah, oh, and, then, and then more so. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I know what you're saying. The spicy, the spicy comments is what was getting me. Yeah, <laughs> that was getting to me. It was like people saying, "Oh no, you know, a domestic abuser just got killed," or they were like praising it using hashtags and stuff. Which I, I understand where they're coming from, and uh, I gotta say, I'm not condoning any behavior that he did, but like someone like X while he brought on a lot of bad, he also brought on good. And it's just troubling that I, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't even well, know how to describe what, it. What I'm going to say is all of you who are on the timeline, bashing a man who just died and talking about, you can't support a woman abuse or anything. Anyway, you better keep that same exact energy. If it's your family member, if it's your friend, if it's another artist that you love that dies, like a, one day, sadly, Dr. Dre's going to leave this earth. And if we start digging in some of Dr. Dre's situations, uh, it's not going to be good. At the same time, I see a lot of you wearing Beats headphones. So it's, yeah. you know, so it's like it's mostly a keep that same energy situation. Because yeah. Yeah. The same people Hmm? Sorry, in my opinion, I feel like there's a certain... I understand what you're saying. I feel like, kind of like what I was saying before, no matter who is the person that got murdered, there is a certain level of respect that all people should hold towards a victim of murder. And in my... What I personally believe, in my opinion, is that you should respect that person by not doing... Things like sharing triggering media content and just graphic images, things that the public don't really deserve to know, in my opinion. I think that no matter who died, that is something that you should not do and you should not leave those harassing messages. But I also think, in my opinion, that when this comes to the part where it's, you know, depending on the person more, I also don't think that we should let their death put them on a pedestal that they didn't really earn while they were alive. And I'm not saying that his music didn't earn it, but with very controversial past, I do not plan on letting his death make, make me talk about him. Like he was a saint. I'm going to talk about him with respect for the fact that he was unjustly and brutally killed and that he has a family and that he had followers but I'm also not going to hold him to a level that I personally don't think that he deserved due to his actions when he was alive. Well, at the same time, I will say this, because Tom, who's not here, brought it up in the uh, off pod. After this, X is going to basically turn into, he's basically almost going to be this generation's Tupac. And I heard someone say that, and it's like, it just, 
looking back on like in 20 years down the line when all like you're only going to be everything's going to be kind of washed away which is going to be kind of terrible i feel bad for like the you know people who were victims so i you know i pray for them too and i pray for his family but it's mostly going to be i think his legacy is mostly going to be all the positive that he's done which ends up happening that's just how it is okay so maybe you can fill me in a little really quickly because i am lacking but tupac i know all about his death and the theories around it but as far as his life when he was alive and prosperous as a rapper did he have any controversy allegations against him he had a rape charge he did yeah i was just about to say that if he didn't have the amount of stuff against him that x did then that's why I wouldn't feel personally like it was fair to make him this big, you know, like Tupac of our generation. See, that just goes to show, this is what I'm saying. That just goes to show, I didn't even know that. Like I knew from not being super into Tupac, but from knowing the basics of what media Mm -hmm. decided to tell me, I knew about the positives and I didn't even know that he had rape allegations against him. And you're probably right. The same thing's going to happen with X and they're going to just. No, not all, no, hold on, hold on. Not allegations. He served time. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. I hate the world. <laughs> yeah, he served yeah. time. It just kind of goes to show. Talk about it enough for people who aren't super into Tupac to know because i didn't know i knew everything else about him but i didn't know that and it makes me personally very angry that the same thing is probably going to happen with x because i don't think i think that regardless of what happened to him i do not think that those are things that should be ignored and they were with tupac so probably will be with him too yeah he was convicted of first degree sexual abuse charges oh yeah back in uh 93 or 94 one of those years yeah, I mean, when it escapes the the cultural spotlight, like, yeah, a lot of the times what's left is to remember is the positives. And, uh, I mean, he did have his positives, you know. Yeah. Well, but- I know he's positives. I love, if I'm going to take a second to separate work from artist, yeah. then say that I, I also love X's stuff. I'm very into what I would personally refer to as, like, the emo rap genre and before i found out before i found out everything about x i like to stuff even more it's a, it's a little harder for me to listen to now i will say admittedly but um but yeah i'm not saying they don't have their pros they do have their pros i just don't think that any any under any circumstance when i have to do a sexual misconduct misconduct that somebody's pros should be a reason to forget about or cover up their cons and the things. Right. And for some people in, I mean, in power, that's unfortunately the case is their pros or their, maybe it's just more so their, their negatives just get covered up. Uh, Yeah. And that's just the way society works. (laughs) Unfortunately. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, my final thing is just, you know, like, uh, you I just pray for my prayers are with his family and all the peace, people he positively and negatively affected in his life. And I just hope that, you know, he found peace and everybody else could hopefully find peace. And the people who did also get put in prison because that's my huge fear because it being hip hop that a lot of time when a person gets murdered, they don't find out who did it. But I mean, from all our Twitter theories right now, it's pretty it's pretty easy to find out who did it but we're not into conspiracy theories that's another show so yeah Um, yeah and i think that there are if people were interested in learning more of it more than just opinions there are several things that they could watch like i know something that's super talked about is the interview that x did with the no jumper podcast Mm-hmm. And I personally have very mixed opinions on the No Jumper podcast because with the whole SoundCloud rapper rise of that genre of music, um, I definitely support that. I just have very mixed feelings on Adam himself. Mm-hmm. 
the, the things that he does and says, I, I support the cause of indie rap artists, but I definitely think there's some real shady stuff going on in that podcast. And I, I also think that the fact, I don't know, I'm not even, that's definitely something some people should watch because yeah. not only will it, will it let you know something about the stuff that support the, um, sorry, let you know about the people who that supported X, but will also in that interview, he gave a detailed, um, recollection of his childhood, what it was like for him growing up and like his history of violence. And so maybe that will help people maybe understand a little more, um, who he really was throughout his life. He's definitely, yeah, he's definitely going to remain the poster child for a number of different things. Um, Mm -hmm. which is something I thought was interesting because I mean, you're talking about the face of, uh, of like emo rap is, is what you're referring to. And then like, you know, a, a, terrible childhood that was surrounded in violence and drugs and crime and it's i mean it's so much more uh it's just it's rough um but i don't know do you guys want to move on to our next topic yeah because i definitely i need to have some information on what's going on in oh yeah one last thing that i wanted to put out there if people are interested in learning more of it i found a really really great um article called the complete history of x's controversial career it's by vulture.com and it's just like it literally breaks down from the time he was born to major events throughout his death and i don't know if we can put the link somewhere or i can send it to you guys to review and maybe put it on there it it literally has everything and links we'll put it in the show notes or something yeah for sure Okay, then, uh, yeah, that's, that's all I have to say on that. No matter who it happened to, though, murder is not justifiable, and I um, I hope his family can find peace. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So uh, our next piece is, yeah, it's uh, all about Brockhampton. This was huge back in the day in, uh, what day was this? May 27th. Uh, it feels like forever ago. I forget this literally only happened like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, but, but my, uh, my thing is, I they still haven't updated on what they're doing. No, so no they haven't. But for those who don't know, real quick, uh, Amir Van, one of the founding members of Brockhampton, the the face of all three of their main albums and all of that. Basically, their their top people is no longer in Brockhampton, um, and it's due to a number of things, mostly relating to his history of domestic abuse and rape charges or allegations. I don't know if they became charges, a lot of bad stuff. Uh, so yeah, well, let's get into this, I guess. What did you have to say, Amir? Yeah. That whole album with him on the covers definitely didn't age well for Brockhampton, but nah. it's definitely yeah. that. It's just one, it's just one of their covers. You guys all keep, you keep saying that it's like, he's like the face of everything. He was no, the face. He's, he's, no, on, he's, on, three. he's on, on all three. three of the saturation covers. Yeah. Yep. I thought he was only on the second one. No, he's on he is on all of them. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, rightfully so. Like before this came about, he was definitely my second favorite behind uh, uh, Joba. I, lo- I love Joba in the group. But after that, it was Amir just because I thought he was a great rapper and he had a lot to say. But I mean, looking back on it, it's just. Uh, it's one of those things that you, you I don't know, like, I don't I know. Think I don't, I, many of them, though, that they're going to be, I think they're going to be okay because they have some really strong characters and, like, they still have, I think, personally, I think Kevin Abstract is a huge, huge character for them. And they, yeah, everyone else has their, their favorite. I don't, I, I love Brockhampton a lot, a lot. So do I. I love them so much. And. This right here, personally, for me, what happened with this, with them choosing to kick Amir out because they found out the length of the accusations against him, is just another reason why I personally love Brockhampton. Because Brockhampton is out here showing us how easy it actually is to make a decision like this, in my opinion, the right thing to do. And then they're they're being so successful. They released so many albums in such a short amount of time. And they had um, the puppy album that was they were going to go and release that they delayed because of all yeah. of this. And they could have chose to not. They could have chose to release that and still, you know, went on being just as successful. But they looked at the situation 
And they chose to, you know, put their moral values above their success, which very few artists do. And I just, I love them even more for it personally. I think it was sad. I think Amir was great, but I do think that he didn't deserve to be in it anymore and that the right decision was made. That may just be me, but I'm very proud of them for that decision. And I don't mind waiting for puppy because I, I think that it was the right thing to do. Yeah. I I'm in agreement with you. Um, what were you going to say, Mir? Well, actually, I've heard, I heard kind of different that they actually knew, they, they've known about, like, when they came out with their press report saying that they were lied to, they didn't know, like, what he was doing. I was, and this is coming straight out of Kevin saying that he should have said something and he shouldn't have been so quiet for so long about the See, allegations. I heard about that, too, and I think... I think they knew we had a troubled past. I, I, I don't, I guess I haven't looked into it. It's been a while since I was in the thick of it, but I don't remember Kevin saying, you know, he, or any of them like knowing that they or knowing uh, all of his history. I feel like they knew that he had a troubled past. I mean, it was, it was like the subject matter of half of his lyrical content about is about like how bad of a person he could be and that he's getting better and all that. Like, I don't know. Kevin did release um, several things publicly saying that he knew about Amir's past and that he had been that Amir had been getting help for it for like the past year. But the way he explained everything after the fact was that he knew, but that he did not know the extent. Now, I'm not saying that makes him. But for them to come out, yes, they probably should have done something sooner. And I'm not saying that they're not guilty for that. But still to realize that the decision had to be made made and make it later than maybe they should have is still better, in my opinion, than not making it at all. And I want to say, too, uh, when they did their Viceland documentary, I don't know if you watched it uh, or not, uh, Hannah. No, I really, really want to. I'm reading all up on Brock. Like stuff on like Reddit and stuff today, and the whole fan base was like, "If you haven't watched the Vice thing, you don't know." And I'm like, "Uh, I need to." <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know about that, but like, he definitely in that Amir is talking about how you know self aware he is about the things that he's done, uh, and he knows that he's a shitty person, and it's I don't know, uh. That being said, though, when you say he said all those things about being self-aware after the accusations were put against him, he denied them. He denied he he denied he said that he did not push anybody's boundaries and that he didn't have any relations with minors. And um, I would say that by the actions of the other members of Brockhampton, that they believe that that's not true. And if he was self-aware, then why is he? denying these things and refusing to respond to people. So I don't know if he's situation there with, with a couple of the members, I think that some stuff goes around with Kevin being not so much of a trustable character too, because he tweets things and then deletes them and he claims things and then he takes them back. And like, I love, I love Kevin, but I'm not trusting everything that he says either, because I don't think that that's an hundred percent reliable sort of source i think obviously you're going to be biased you're best friends with these guys you're you're in a band with them and you probably want to you you want to believe someone who you're that close to you want to believe that they're a better person than they are but however it really did go down i still think that at the end of the day even if they made it a little too late and they didn't do it as honestly as they should have they still made the decision that i feel like more artists especially hip hop artists should make and are not making about situations that have to do with sexual misconduct. Yeah. Yeah. They, they should be good though. There's like 50 of them in a group. They'll keep them. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's like, only like 70,000 people in Brockhampton, but yeah, yeah I was going to say, I, I think they'll, they'll get through this. Uh, I think they have had a lot of work to do in terms of uh, kind of reworking their future work without, you know, Amir being involved in it. Um, but I do think that they will get through it and they will be better on the other side because something like this, I mean, it affects you for years. I, I mean, it's going to alter their entire future, basically, of Brockhampton, I think. Oh, yeah. 
Amir was a huge character there. We all we all know that. Yeah. I just think overall, the last thing I'd say, another reason, one of the main reasons that I love Brockhampton is because lyrically, I think they stand for so many important progressive things that more hip hop artists should be talking about. And I they, think they that do. they do. And I think that their decision to confront instead of ignore the sexual misconduct situation just goes to prove who they are and what they stand for and why they're artists, the message that they want to share. And honestly, if they would have chose to, you know, deny it and bury it under, then it kind of would have um, invalidated the all the messages that they've they've been putting out there forever. So I just I just really think that they made a decision very fitting to who they are as a group and that it is sad and that Amir was talented. But, yeah, I'm proud of them for for taking some time out to make that decision. Also, because a lot of the um, stuff that went around about the accusations from the women talked a lot about emotional abuse. And you Mm -hmm. don't see that everywhere. You see physical abuse and you see rape cases. And I think personally that a lot of people view um, emotional abuse versus physical abuse as a situation of what's worse. And I think that that is horrible and something that needs to be um, amended. And I, I really appreciate them treating a case of emotional abuse. Um, and yes, there was physical abuse situations. There was a lot of it was physical abuse, but I just, I really appreciate them bringing light to a case that had a lot to do with emotional abuse because not all people treat that like it is a valid abuse case, even though it is. So I really respect them for, um, for validating that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very well said. Amir, any final thoughts? No, I mean, I hope that dude changes his name now, though. You know? It's a little <laughs> he too has a close lot of stands coming at him, yeah. My, his name is a little too close to mine, so I think my man... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's just changed. super differently, though. So you're I fine. Know, but he needs to change it. He can't be a part of the family. Just yeah, just hit him up. Be like, dude, you gotta go. I'm sorry. No, yeah, no, I'm here for you. Just go by van now or something. I don't know. Right. That's fine. Well, um, that's all I had to say on that. I love my Brockhampton boys, and I can't wait for the next album. Regardless, yeah. I'll be soon. And yes. speaking of of new music, new releases, we had so many. Holy shit! Like May and June 2018 is insane. Yeah. Uh, Welcome a to the music of, month. I, I guess we'll list out some new releases just just to, before we get into uh, our main topic here, which is uh, Kanye. But we had, I mean, new Drake, new ASAP Rocky. Uh, mm-hmm. What else? New Playboy Cardi, new Nas, new Kid Cudi and Kanye. And then we got in all the Kanye albums. So there's there's been a lot of stuff. Um, but I think we're yeah. going to mostly focus on the Kanye West quartet. Yeah, oh, give me the Drake album though in two weeks. Well, and we'll yeah. talk. Yeah, yeah, we do, don't we? <laughs> this is yeah. gonna, it's gonna be crazy. Uh, Scorpions be on two weeks. Yeah, in less than two weeks actually. I think it comes on the 29th. Good stuff. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, so, so what do you guys think of all the A albums? I guess we should cover what they are and what their name just real quick. Uh, Pusha T's yeah. Daytona was produced by yeah. Kanye. Uh, then Kanye dropped Yay, uh, and then he worked with Kid Cudi on this album called Kids See Ghosts. Um, and then after that, he produced the Nazir album by Nas. Yep, and then you still got Tiana Taylor this Friday. And we still got Tiana Taylor. I totally forgot about her. Yeah. So I want to. I want to hear Amir's opinion on Yay. Oh wow. Uh, <laughs> well, when I first. Okay, when I first saw the album and then I saw the cover of it, I was oh like, my God. what is this trash going to be? <laughs> because, because literally, I can tell he didn't really try. Because that was my thing. What I think this album, when it comes to some of the production to me, I felt like he was, he kind of did this album really quickly which I know he did it really quickly because he said he did it really quickly. Yeah, he did. Because he, he changed the whole album after the TMZ thing. So, and you can tell because he talks about it. 
Yeah. But going into this, uh, huh? The cover, the cover literally looks like a Tumblr post. I'm sorry, I just need to take a moment for this. It's Tumblr. Trash. It literally, the cover looks like a Tumblr post. It's just an aesthetic picture of mountains and then just a scrawled lime green. I hate being bipolar. It's awesome. Like what? This is something that I would it's see scrolling through Tumblr. Tumblr. And I don't thing to do though. Is it is except for yeah, I mean, he's always at it with the uh, interesting cover art. I'll give him that, but I just I almost wanted this to be more original though cuz like I said this literally like looks like something that I would see like a 15-year-old like reblog. I don't know. I just <laughs> <laughs> Look, my thing, I, I was just, my thing was going into it when I saw that, I was like, oh, this album is about to be a doozy. Because, yeah. like, this stuff, I'm like, oh, well, maybe he's going to talk about him being bipolar. He does not, folks. He does on Kids See Ghosts, but not this one. He kind of touches it, but not really. But going into this, okay, I played the first song and I was like, oh, this is some shit. This is some bullshit. I mean, oh, man, blink that out. Or I don't know. We don't have to. I don't care. But anyway, going into this, I was like, "This is some. This is trash." As soon as I heard that first song, it was. Uh, I thought about killing you. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought it was gonna be garbage. Premeditated like, murder. Yeah, I like. I I really like the guy who said pre. Uh, was it pre-marinated burger? I like that yeah. more than that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but when I was listening to this, I'm like. The whole album is like this. This is going to be a long 24 minutes. So then I got to Yikes and I was like, oh, okay, wait a minute. This is not, this is better. This is good. All Mine, uh, is it All Mine? Is it All Mine the one that has the chorus where it's like, yeah. Oh, man. This song would be so good if it wasn't for that chorus to me. <laughs> I, I think it was it. originally called that too. I think on the original track list it was yeah. something like Abdullah yeah. Amagada. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. It was. It was like, oh yeah. Man. I mean, I really feel you there though, because I feel like that song is a good song, but that kind of <laughs> let that kind of lessens it. And song has potential as a song. Yeah. It's the lyrics. Yeah. It really does. And yeah, that was another thing. I was like, Kanye really, he kind of didn't try with lyrics. Side note, Drake wrote the chorus to Yikes, though. So, yeah, he got Aubrey Graham got the production credit or the, uh, yeah, the writing credit. So, yeah. So, I'm such a person, no matter what genre I'm listening to, I'm such a lyric focused person that if you, if I can tell obviously that you put minimal effort into your lyrics, I automatically personally don't enjoy your album as much because well, you're that's upset then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I asked for your opinion on yay because I wanted to see on a scale of like how much, you know, because I, I don't like it. I don't oh, like it. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to just come out and be like, yay, I hate it. I wanted to like, <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. So then I got to wouldn't leave and I was like, this song. What are you talking about? Because, okay, when he was talking about the whole slavery thing, about how Kim said that, oh, you, like, you're about to destroy everything we built. Like, she was like a, a, a anime villain or something like that, a <laughs> corporation leader. Like, you're about to destroy everything I built, Batman. Ah, like, it, uh, uh, um, who cares? And then, no mistakes. I'm like, oh, right. No mistakes. Okay. There's, there's no mistake. No. Which one is the one with Charlie Wilson on it? Is that No Mistakes? Charlie, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. He sings the chorus. And I was like, okay, I like this is not bad. This ain't bad. But then I got to Ghost Town. And Ghost Town saved the whole damn album to me. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. Ghost okay. Town is it, but does it literally salvage the entire album? Oh no! There's still, there's still lyrically. This is I don't want to hear that. Because the way that you just said that made it sound like it's you literally said it saved the entire album. And I'm not saying it's not a bomb song, but I'm not going to say that it saved the album either. It made some songs for me sound a smidge better. For some, like Yikes wasn't as bad when I went back and listened to him. Like maybe it's just I loved Ghost Town. Okay, honestly, I'll be honest. 
the reason why I feel like this album isn't as good as it is it good is because I've only listened to two songs back to back. That's the and what's thing. that? Yikes in Ghost Town. No, Ghost, uh, Ghost Town and Violent Crimes. I didn't get okay. to Violent Crimes. Ghost Town is amazing. Like even Kid Cudi on there, you know, doing this. Yeah, thing. overall, I'm really pleased by just him partnering with Kid Cudi because yeah. Kid Cudi is my OG stuff. Yeah, whoever that. Uh, Girl is she's good. Oh seven oh yeah, oh seven oh yeah. She's doing her thing. I loved I loved her on both of these last two songs. And the, even the, the sample at the beginning of the song I thought was amazing. I didn't know what oh God, he was yeah. saying at all though. At the beginning of the song, I didn't know what he was saying. Like the I'm gonna smoke more water. <laughs> I wanna be down like God did but on Sunday. Oh, my. Like Sounds oh, about right, yeah. I was like, I don't know what you're saying. But then I looked up the lyrics. I'm like, who, who how did they get these lyrics? Because I can't <laughs> decipher. And like, so I'm like, and it was really good. I like the whole, like, the, I just like something about free. I like that. That was amazing. I thought it was amazing. Violent Crimes to me, like I said, I listened to that and I was like, I don't want a daughter for at least 20 years. Like, and even, <laughs> and I'm going to say Violent Crimes sounded like, it sounds like having like a daughter is like movie have like nineties daughter, like she's angsty. Okay, sorry, <laughs> but like, she, she doesn't... so is this song the reason why you randomly messaged our podcast chat and just said I don't want a daughter? No offense, Hannah. <laughs> yes, this is that violent crime. <laughs> I was like, I don't want an angsty nineties daughter like they have in violent crime. <laughs> <laughs> Like, literally, like, she's hanging out with people you don't know, and you break <laughs> a glass, and just imagine, I, and, like, me, I'm picturing Kanye West breaking a glass because Norp is hanging out with people he doesn't <laughs> know, and then it was, like, just, like, him even breaking the glass, or, like, you know, like, you, 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 you will actually move it with him, and he will actually go do it again, so are you saying... If he, if you beat her, she moves in with the guy. If the guy beats her, you beat up the guy, and do you beat her again? And do you go through the cycle again? Violent crimes. That's really angsty. That's really angsty, eh? And then, like, you know, the, that's uh, beyond angsty. I wouldn't use um, the word angsty to describe battery. Oh yeah, well, yeah, you're right. But <laughs> it was like. It was also to me. It was something else about the song that kind of made me. Oh, the start of it, the uh, just the the like oh seven oh shake just singing, and I'm like, there was parts where I'm like, this is deep. Like, you know, you're, <laughs> you're talking in your sleep. You know, yeah. you're trying to trying to find out ways to defend all of your violent nights or crimes or whatever it is, and then yeah. it was just like you know. The people are pimps until they have daughters. I was like, okay, I just, yeah. I just feel like overall, if you have a few really quality songs and of, and that's all you have, then why don't you just release those as singles and wait till you have an album that's actually a quality album to release it instead of just yes, throwing in and, instead of just throwing quality, in a handful. Yeah. What? Well, I enjoyed this amazing. album. I'm on the side okay. that no one likes to be okay, on. Okay, well then, okay, will you please just, we, you need to get into yours then. Yeah, I get wanted to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I listened to it, uh, all seven tracks back to back on my uh, commute into work. And, oh, Same. speaking of that, what the hell was up with this dropping at like, what is it, noon or something? Or what? what I, not this no. one, I don't think. It was uh, Kids See Ghosts and Nazir, which didn't even drop in basically until the next day. No, here's my problem. I am sick and tired of all the like the listening things. I'm not going to watch a YouTube of a bunch of people nodding no. their heads. I'm not. No, it's I'm and not. And download some random app, like, not yes. the app to drop. Like, and I was like, as soon as this dropped, I listened on my letter work too. I'm like, dude, like, 
I'm not about to watch these guys nod their head. I'm not about to watch the whole state of Wyoming meet in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> he, just to, he dead ass like and like brought up the the population of Wyoming by ten percent just by having that listening party there. Like literally nobody was there and they all everybody who lived in Wyoming met in that weird forest to listen to this album. And I would <laughs> so not have wanted weird. to be there. I would not have wanted to be there. That had to be the most awkward thing. Like, imagine you bump into Kim Kardashian. You know how many people I've been looking at when Violent Crimes came on? Just to see yeah. in this crowd of saying the N-word, I'd have been like, which one are you? Kim, is it you? Uh... <laughs> like, it was just like, uh... and then like, that's my it's... problem really with all these. I'm like, stop meeting in the random places to talk about. Like, they had Nas's listening thing under a bridge. Like, it was in, in New, New York. York. Dude, that was actually pretty cool, though. I liked that. On some, on some, on some Anthony Kiedis stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was a bunch of dudes nodding their head. Hard. Like, like, that, that was better best. than flying all these random-ass people out to the middle of Jackson Hole, Wyoming, just to listen to an album that you know no. most people didn't enjoy. And it wasn't even, like, it was, it was barely mastered. Like, you barely could even call it mastered. There's you, nothing you, in Wyoming, because there's nothing exactly, in Wyoming. Exactly. <laughs> Because that was my other thing. And you cannot lie. That all the people at that Nas listening thing, if that wasn't the most backpack rap thing I've ever seen, <laughs> a bunch of dudes nodding their head really hard and aggressively or making the most ugliest faces like, oh, this would be the war. Like it was just it was this whole thing has been wild. But yeah, back to this. It's been album. Kanye. It's been very yeah, Kanye. It's like it's a Kanye coaster here. Yeah, that was my and Kanye then that was coaster. My that was my other thing with this album, though. Like to get back to it, he didn't yeah. address anything. Like he, he really didn't. No, I yeah. So, so something that's something that I actually liked about this album is that he sort of addressed some some stuff that I'm and I'm glad he didn't talk about all the shit that he went on about before all of these albums dropped. Uh, which I I was not a fan of. I was really questioning like about to listen to these all all these albums you know which of course i did and i ended up enjoying them but uh I, i'm i'm very glad that he didn't talk about his stuff too much uh but i i actually really really liked this this album uh and i don't know why but my first listen i was like this is pretty shit and then i went back and listened it again yeah, and, and, and yeah, yeah. That it was, it was like that for me too. It was something right. where when I my first listen through, I didn't really enjoy it, and then I made myself listen more, and I found stuff in it that I enjoyed. I also yeah. just in general, like I said earlier, like the fact that he has done so much work recently with Kid Cudi because I like him. So yeah, that was my yeah. thing. That has been my thing only for this album and Kid See Ghost. I had to listen to them like. 20 times it'd be like okay i can i can kind of see how sure. people would like this for with, sure with, with the other ones it was like immediately a snap i was like all right i got this this is in but with those two but literally this one for real because like i said i thought about killing you i never want I, like i don't like it that song that was actually know. besides besides ghost town and violent tribes that was my third favorite song on this album really yeah and it's not because it's like the best song I've heard. It's I just, because he, I loves, just, he loves himself more than he loves you. you know, yeah. Is that what it is? <laughs> it's I also just, just because Grant feels like disagreeing with us dude, all day. Well, not really. It's just more, I love, I love like memeing premeditated murder, like, and, and all that stuff. Uh, and I like the beat switch too. I, I liked a lot of stuff about that song. Uh, Quotes. Quote of the day from Grant Palmatier. I love premeditated murder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pre- memes about premeditated murder. That's 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 what Grant Palmatier said on this day. Um, uh, Amir, by the way, watch out for Grant. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I'm about to go dumb, like Kanye said, you know. Oh man. <laughs> Literally. It's I don't know. I it's like some some of it's almost sort of in the vein of it's so bad it's good even though it wasn't really bad it was just like it's so meh that it's good I, maybe I'm maybe I maybe think that searching for too much and I ended up like pulling joy out of that and I shouldn't be but I am I don't know maybe I need to go I meditate that, after this 
kids see ghosts is definitely a different it's related to yay i understand what he's doing there but i still think that it's a different sound because yeah in my personal opinion i think that kid cuddy has a lot different sound than kanye west as a hip-hop artist so before this album i personally wouldn't have like really thought about mixing their two sounds and doing a montage album I'm not super upset about the way that it turned out. I understand why people who listen to Kanye religiously would maybe not connect with this album as much because the heavy partnership with Cuddy, I think, put a lot of a different sound on it. So it doesn't sound quite as much like Kanye to me. And I don't think that it's bad, but I think that Kid See Ghost has that um, different sound that it just it, it wasn't Kanye at first to me. Yeah, let's talk about Kids See Ghosts. Uh, this was my favorite release out of all of these uh, by far. And I think I, I still, I listened to some of it today, actually. I'm still like playing it every day. Uh, and yeah, I totally agree. It has a totally different sound from other stuff that, I mean, basically it sounded different from what Kanye made like ever. I, it had some shades of like maybe the My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, but not really, in my opinion. Uh, there's a lot going on here. Um, I, I think a lot of the production, like Kanye obviously produced a lot of it, but I think Mike Dean had a heavy hand in it too. And then Cuddy, obviously, um, that really formed a, a unique sound. Also, he fucking, he, oh, excuse my French, but he, uh, <laughs> he, he used this, yeah. the, the sample. <laughs> so it's fine. He used the 1940s Christmas song sample. Oh yeah! Ooh. Oh, and he killed. It, kill. it was so good. Like I, I don't know. This this album was amazing. It, I've always enjoyed great album. I feel like Kanye can utilize samples better than the majority of artists that I listen to. Like just over his history, one thing that I've always appreciated about Kanye is his choice of sampling and how he works it in. I think he's always picked really interesting, like original samples and made that made them work. Well, like Pusha T said when he was talking about how his album was made, Kanye literally was like, they were just going through old like albums, just looking for samples. And they were like, yeah, this is the one, this is the one. And they were just throwing them in there. But yeah, like I said, I like, I really like, I like Kids See Ghosts more than Ye. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like Kids See Ghosts. I think 90% of people like it more than they like Ye. Yeah, because Kid Cudi, like, even though he's still right, he's still riding this wave of I can't sing, but I'm gonna give you this humming. I'm gonna hum you. This, <laughs> I'm just gonna hum it and hope that you know I can carry this tune. Which Kid man exposed? But, but like, but I'm just saying, like, I'm like, because if you hear Kid Cudi actually, like, when he sung on Ghost Town, it was like, eh. I really can you get back to humming, my guy? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hear you hum. I don't want you actually, yeah. you know, go for it. I don't want to see you going ham. But yeah, I, don't like, know. I think his singing actually was not too bad. On like cutting montage was actually pretty solid. Oh yeah, Kirk Cobain. Uh, yeah, the Kurt Cobain sample too on that. That was crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, what was Push the other song? Yeah, the push the T. Uh, I can feel the love. Yeah, oh, you like? Did you like that? You like the cat, 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 cat? Yeah. Oh my god, dude! When I heard that, I actually laughed out loud because Kanye just comes in and he goes, "Cat, cat, cat, cat." I can't listen to it. Like, there might even be a super meaningful, deep message behind that, and the fact that something. No, listen. Listen to me. No, okay, like not to get into a different thing, but um, this is America. The whole the whole thing was to have something that sounded on the surface like pleasant and fun, yeah. but really this message about underlying violence. And I think that I've almost kind of like whenever I hear like a hip hop song, kind of like that one where it's like it's flowing and it's good and it's a bop, and then all of a sudden there's these violent sounds in the background. <laughs> Half of me. Half of me wants to laugh and not take it seriously. And then the other half of me is like, is this a message? Is this deep? What's going on? Yeah. Like, I don't know if I'm like, is this, is this supposed to represent like the violence in the world after Kanye comes in and says he can feel, or uh, Cuddy comes in and says he can feel the love. Like, is this the opposite? Is that 
Is that like the opposite? Yeah, that's that? that's what I'm touching on. Is it is it supposed to just be crazy and or sound that way for the fun of it, or poop? You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. He, he could be saying something, but even when I think about the fact that it could be an important message, this may make me sound bad, but I can't listen to it and not laugh just because <laughs> it's such a bop, and then all of a sudden he just comes in and he's like, Ka-ka-ka-ka! and I'm like, I can't. It's it. actually, it gets me hype as hell. I'm not going to lie. I know, because just li- me listening to that, like, Cuddy just go, look at your favorite now! <laughs> just like, for some reason, I'm just like, yeah, me too, <laughs> man. I can feel it too. I like that and Reborn, like, are my two goats, too. Yeah. Free, uh, I was like, was, okay. That was good. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about Pusha, Pusha's album? Um, um, I'm going to have to bow out soon. I actually wanted to say some stuff about the things that have been going on media, media wise with Kanye and oh, like, the it, yeah. oh yeah, and go for it. You have the floor. Okay. It's, I know that this might be a little out of place, but I just think that some of it is definitely worth mentioning Sure. Um, because of what we were talking about earlier with X and how I personally don't think that like the cons that people put out in the world should be overshadowed by their pros. And I just think that Kanye has been being real iffy lately. So we've all watched. Okay. (laughs) Listen, 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 listen. So I understand that Kanye has always been iffy, but when I say iffy, when Kanye was an asshole in the past, excuse my French, it didn't bother me because he was an asshole in the way that it was just that he wanted everyone to know that he didn't care about your opinion and he was going to do him and he was going to make his music, but it wasn't about topics that in my opinion were as offensive as they have been lately. It was more just kind of like an F you, I do me. And maybe that's what he's doing with these comments, but he's utilizing that mindset with a topic that is very offensive and hurtful to a lot of people. It's not just, it's not just, just him or his family or his music. It, it, he's involving. And he's involving a very sensitive topic that a lot of people are upset at him about. And we've all seen the TMZ interview, right? With the video. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, I just feel like. I feel like. He has this quote, the one that really got me, and it's a direct quote. I wrote it down and it said. When you hear about slavery for 400 years, for 400 Mm. years, that sounds like a choice. You were there. Yeah. And then he goes, you were there for 400 years. It was all of y'all. And so he Mm. tries, he tries to, he communicates this message where he goes, it's kind of like, let it go. You weren't there. It wasn't all of you. You didn't have anything to do with this. This sounds like a choice. And that Mm. was an extremely controversial thing to say. And directly afterwards, you know, he had some, um, oh, who was that one guy that hyped up on him Van. about it directly afterwards? Van. He got so, yeah, he got so yeah. angry at him and he was that like. That seems so scripted, dude. It's just, I don't even some care. Some random guy pops just, up and is so articulate about his, like. Was so, okay, that was, was so articulate about it. He. Van's always like that, though. The first time I watched that video and he gave his speech, he said some things that were so articulate that I got freaking chills. I was like, preach, sir. Get it. It it was like that on that show when it comes to stuff like this. It felt felt not real, dude. I'm just saying. I'm not even talking about the genuinity of TMZ. I'm talking about whether or not this was... (laughs) Whether or not this was scripted and yeah. whether or not it was TMZ, it a lot of times Kanye does things and people will go, it's for publicity. It's for publicity. And I understand that. And you can mess with a lot of things for publicity and I will not be upset at you. I'll be like, that's the fame game. That's the rap game. Do you? But when you mess with racism for publicity, or what I personally view as racism, I'm not, that's not a game to me. And it's not a game to a lot of people, including the man that got so upset at him directly afterwards. And a lot of people. And I just feel like 
there are so many struggles that I don't have, in my opinion, the right or the experience to try to explain to anyone because as a white woman, I have not went through them. But I statistically, there is just so much that happens out in the real world, unfortunately, where the black community is still marginalized Mm -hmm. unfairly and horribly for the effects of slavery. So for him to sit up there and talk about how, you know, they just need to let it go. It was 400 years ago. You can't let go of something that the world enforces upon you every day just for being you. He's like, he was like, just to me, it's like, I, I guess what I was trying to say about it all is that I think Kanye is a genius and I think that his work is amazing. But I think that when you have a voice that's so big and affects so many people that even if your individuality is as important to you as Kanye's is to him, that you still need to think about the consequences of what you're saying, because just because you haven't been marginalized because you're Kanye West and you're extremely famous and legendary doesn't mean that other African-Americans aren't being marginalized. And I was just, I've just been really offended by all of it. And I listened to Kid Seagos and I listened to Ye and I tried my best to enjoy what I did enjoy. And partially I did still enjoy it because I have love for Kanye, especially his older stuff. You can but feel the a love. Of, a lot. <laughs> that was, that was great. That's a good one. A lot of my love for him comes from when the only offensive thing he was doing was just, I don't know. Saying George Bush doesn't care about black people. Yeah, yeah. Or saying Beyonce made the best, yeah. Sorry. I just, exactly. But that stuff to me wasn't as offensive. It was just Kanye being, being blunt, you know? It it wasn't. It wasn't him going out there and inciting people to get. Exactly. I understand publicity stunts. And with all of that, I can make it. I can make an excuse for it. But I just I I can't make an excuse for blatant racism, even if it's Kanye West, even if it is from someone who is a part of the black community. Like you can't. You just can't. (laughs) And I. I did enjoy like what we talked about, some of his newer albums, the stuff that I enjoyed in there. But it was hard for me because with everything that's going around lately, I just, I don't. And then he made the yay versus the people to yeah. like, just be like, screw all of you. I'm going to continue saying these things. Uh, I don't know. I didn't like that. I, I, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. One final wrap up thing that I would say that has to do um usually i talk about it more but i gotta go for this podcast pretty soon but what i wanted to say that i've been thinking on a lot um because i have been listening to so much hip-hop a lot lately because of our podcast and just because i enjoy it more than i used to but with the things that happen with x and the things that happen with brock hampton and the things that happen mm-hmm. with there this is you know all in my humble opinion but there will always be fans who are willing to see past the controversial and sometimes undeniably offensive or dangerous actions of the artists they're supporting mm. and each each fan is going to have their own reasons for choosing to still like stand mm-hmm. behind to still stand behind that artist and separate their actions from their art or like claim excuses in their favor because everybody draws their line at a different point and like some fans are out here acting like they don't have a line at all. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I feel like it comes down to free thought on where you personally decide to draw your line and whether or not you're willing to make exceptions with it. Because if you're gonna make exceptions for, you know, where you move that line to, depending on, oh, well, I like this artist a lot, or oh, this yeah. and that, that's all up to you. It's all on you as a listener to decide, you know, who you will and will not stand behind based on their actions. And I think that everything that we see going on with all of these artists, especially in hip hop right now, just goes to show that it's honestly like it's it's up to you as a listener and as a person to decide what actions you are willing to separate from from people's art, which is a which is a hard topic for literally everyone. Yeah. And it's been going on for basically ever. 
Forever. Exactly. Because people will make things and, you know, depending on who you are and what you believe in and what you've been through, you're going to, you're going to draw your line at different points, you know, and and that's up to you. And you just have to, you know, like as someone who's super passionate about music, we just all have to try to find our peace in in making, drawing our own line and accepting that other people's are going to be at other places. Very well said. Yeah, I, I definitely needs to be said. And uh, it that especially like in this day and age. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening all, everyone. Uh, we'll be back hopefully on a more consistent schedule shortly. Uh, keep an eye out on our Twitter for more to come. Um, yeah, I've been Grandpa Matier. And I've been Mayor Bankson. And uh, what, what do you usually say? Stay peaceful, stay um, cool. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. Stay, stay, I'm going to say, stay willing to, this is going to be a long phrase, but I'm just going to say, (laughs) it's going to be just, just, just stay willing to keep your mind open to music that you would never think you would listen to, because you never know what notable gem that you'll find in, you know, these backlogs coming soon. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. So stay open. Yep, see ya.